My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. It is Am me. I not merciful? <laughs> Welcome to the Boot, a movie podcast. Uh, it's yes, it's a movie podcast where we are recasting classic movie reboots, so Hollywood really doesn't have to. They We're don't taking it off their hands. You guys seen them all over the town. I mean, Jumanji's out. Yeah. Ooh. Other remakes are out. Oh, reboots are oh, out. All so many of them. Just just think. Close your eyes. Think of a movie and be like, oh my god. Yeah, they're remaking it. They kind of technically remade The Room, if you think about it. That's true. And honestly, this is very... And I don't think I realized it until we started making a list of movies that we wanted to do on this podcast. Mm -hmm. We are crossing movies off more frequently than I think we'd like to. Because it's we just every day something is, something is happening. We'll have to um, check our, our texts, but... Um, all right. This episode's movie is Gladiator, the 2000? I yes. usually write this down. I believe it's Best Picture... Yes, it was. Uh, starring picture. Russell Crowe, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Connie Nielsen, Oliver Reed, and Jaiman Hansu. Uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Are you a big Ridley Scott fan? It's interesting because I realize I thought I was, and I've realized recently that I don't. I don't think I am. I really love bits and pieces of his career, but I sat through Blade Runner for the very first time, maybe like. Mm six months ago and could not handle it's very slow could not handle it yeah uh to use a baseball analogy i think he's batting around like 300 like one out of every three movies i'll be like that that's like the most incredible movie yeah like for every martian or gladiator mm -hmm. there's that one where russell crowe like goes to italy and like picks flowers you know what i'm talking about oh yeah i didn't even bother looking it up what's that called prometheus uh Ooh. that one was a that one was troubling and, and there's stuff there's stuff i love i'm a huge like black hawk down i love fantastic it, yeah. i love kingdom of heaven i have a theory on kingdom of heaven if i may tell me about it that movie would have won almost every oscar if orlando oh, Bloom don't <laughs> why are you bringing this up if orlando Bloom, i know you love orlando why Bloom. Are you bringing this up? did i mention this last time or on, you did on not. the um on the first on the first show if orlando bloom's character was played by heath ledger I think when? I think he's the only flaw in that movie. When was Kingdom of Heaven? Okay, Kingdom of Heaven was two thousand five. Five. When yeah. he when Heath Ledger died in oh six hmm. or oh eight. I mean, 07. I'm sure considering like the kind of actors they are, I'm sure they considered him. I'm yeah, sure he was just, in the conversation. Well, I think he wouldn't have been there. I think. I think he wouldn't have been there. I think Orlando guys, don't make me get up on my soapbox, but I will. Orlando Bloom is great, mm -hmm. and I think we all just need to accept. Yeah. And he's not afraid to fight Justin Bieber. You know what I mean? He's not afraid to go up to him in a club yeah. and throw down. Punch him straight in the mouth. All right. Let's talk about remake news. This one's a little old. Speaking of Ridley Scott, man, I'm so good at these segues. Ridley Scott, Tom Hardy, joined <laughs> Taboo Creator for A Christmas Carol on BBC. Yes. Ridley Scott, Scott Free London, and Tom Hardy's Hardy Son and Baker are teaming up to produce a Christmas classic. Stephen Knight, the author of Taboo and Peaky Blinders, is set to adapt A Christmas Carol. 
and several other Charles Dickens novels for BBC One with air dates targeted to launch starting 2019. I think I missed the first time I read this and several other Charles Dickens novels. So they're going to start with a Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. And then go into... The sequels, Oliver Twist. <laughs> That's part two. Are we looking at a Charles Dickens yeah. cinematic uh, universe? Yeah. The, the CDCU. The CDCU. I, that I'm into. I'm um, definitely and then into after that. that, Great Expectations. And then after that, Tale of Two Cities. Man, I'm very well read. Something I always like Dickensian to. Dickensian works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> That's what they're called. Dickensian works. Uh, something okay. I always like to bring up. When talking about um, anything that Tom Hardy is doing with his production company is if he works with his dad. Do you know what Tom Hardy's dad's name is? Is it John Hardy? It is Chips Hardy. And <laughs> really? that is not a joke. His father's name is Chips Hardy. And all of a sudden, everything about him just seems to make I a little more sense. I love that name, though. He is just, it short for something? Is it like a British? Probably. It's got to be UK... a nickname, but he goes by Chips. I say as if I'm very close to the family. Um, let's open this up. It does. I can't. I'm scanning this. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't have the casting news. I think it just lists Tom Hardy as a producer. Right. But that's not to say he wouldn't play someone. So I mean, is he the Ebenezer? What do you? Th- what do you? Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think it's a good idea to bring this story back? I mean, the story is classic. In my opinion, you're never going to get better than a Patrick Stewart Scrooge. Mm. Was he in the Muppets one? No, that was Michael Caine. Oh, my God. You're right. Get your Christmas Christmas straight. Patrick Stewart, just the epitome of Shakespearean elegance. And I don't think we're... I I don't know who today, which uh, this is another conversation for this podcast, actually. But I don't know who could beat that for me. But, like, I don't think Tom Hardy... Tom Hardy's not at a point in his career where he's playing Scrooge. Yeah, he's. if they're doing it, like, kind of historically accurate, maybe Scrooge... I mean, the life expectancy back then is probably a lot younger, so maybe Scrooge is somewhere in his 40s as opposed to his, like, 70s. Mm-hmm. I, wanted to, I wanted to look up my version, my beloved uh, Christmas Carol version, s- starring... Not starring, but I think David Warner was in it, the guy who was in Titanic... If anyone listened to a previous episode titled Titanic that we did a couple couple episodes back. Um, did you listen to, to our podcast or are you starting on this episode? Because that is crazy. Um, Go back. He's the... A Christmas uh, Carol TV movie. Yeah. Um, he's like Cal's valet. Yeah. The 1984 A Christmas Carol TV movie starring George C. Scott as Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty phenomenal. That would be my choice. David Warner as Bob Cratchit, Frank Finley, I don't know any of these people, as Jacob Marley. You know, Kenna, before we met mm-hmm. and became friends, we're friends? Before we met, mm. became friends, decided to do this wonderful podcast, mm-hmm. I would sit around and I would think about recasting alone. And now I'm not alone anymore, so thank Aww, you for that. That's really lovely. But A Christmas Carol is one that I like. I jotted down a few ideas. Yeah, it's so true that... If a work is classic, you could remake it a hundred different times Mm -hmm. and just, you know, change a little something about it, add a different little flavor. And I think people would watch it. They would still watch a new version of Christmas Carol. There's so many kids out there who are begging, begging to be Tiny Tim's. Oh, 100%. Jacob Tremblay. (laughs) 
<laughs> he, yeah. he wants to be Tiny Tim. He needs it. This kid. But I think especially coming from the people who are doing, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't finish the first season of Taboo because I fell asleep during yeah. every episode that I tried to watch. But that tone, the Peaky Blinders, somewhere in between Peaky Blinders and Taboo, yeah. I think works really well for a Christmas girl. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish Taboo either because I didn't start Taboo. Mm, well, I... you miss... A hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I was probably so. rewatching West Wing for like the eighth, hundredth time. Mm, worth your time. Worth my time. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the BBC One Dickensian remakes, the Charles Dickens cinematic universe. <laughs> Who, uh, which character do you hope to cross over? Like at the end of the Christmas Carol, Who carries Ebenezer, on? he's like, you there, boy. Ooh. What day is it? <laughs> it's Christmas. I want you. Here's a shilling. Go buy the biggest goose. And then he comes in and he storms into... Um, Tiny Tim's home. Mm-hmm. He goes to Tiny Tim's home, right? But then he ends up at his own family's. I don't know. And at one of these parties, because he gives the goose, right? Yeah. Who's to... the Nick Fury at the very end? <laughs> who's, who's the like, after credits? Who's scene? the after credits? Mm, wow, that's a really, that's a really good question. Honestly, I would love it if the after credits scene was all of the ghosts. The spirits. Oh, like in Return up. of the Jedi, they're just like hanging out, <laughs> and Ebenezer's like. It brought balance back to the Christmas force. And like the 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 ghost of like Christmas future is like, we've got work to do. <laughs> Let me tell you about the Avengers initiative. <laughs> Let me bring you on to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Just all of them. Yeah. They participate. Uh, I think this is how I think it should go. So uh, happy Christmas, everyone. God bless y- every one of us, right? God bless us. Everyone. Everyone. Roll credits. Okay. Cut to Tiny Tim's family, dead. They're all dead. Christmas fire, right? He's alone. He's in the rubble. Wait, this happens this particular Christmas? Yes. Yes. He's in the rubble. He's in the ashes. Along comes the artful Dodger, and Tiny Tim gets swept up with all the little thieves and rascals. Of Oliver Twist, and then they, he bounds away, and you're like, oh, oh my god! And then you know your date's like, who was that? I don't get what's happening, and you're like, read the bu- haven't, I haven't you? Read you got to read the books. <laughs> it's the Artful Dodger. That's how I do it. Again, but we're not here to we're not here to write these movies for these remakes. We're here to talk about casting. Yeah. Although we are industry people. Yeah, I think we that say what we do. <laughs> I don't think we could say that enough. Yeah, we work. We work in the industry. in the proximity yeah, of somewhere. the movie TV industry in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. All right, let's get um, to it. Yeah, let's get to the movie. But first, we got a few rules. Because if there were no rules, you know, it'd be chaos. Where would we be? We'd be watching four-hour movies of. I mean, we already are. David Lynch's Blade Runner craziness twenty forty-nine. Still haven't seen it. It's a million years long. Um, okay, rule number one. No remakes, reboots, or long-lost sequels. We're not going to do a movie that has already been remade in like the past 20-ish years. And that includes franchises that like Star Wars that like pop up with a new yeah. addition every once in a while. We will try to avoid that. Um, rule number two. No imaginary casting. Our casts have to be made up of actors that are alive right now mm-hmm. and are... Could be available to work right now. Mm-hmm. Not available. Like, we're not looking for avails. We're but, not. Uh, <laughs> but you it, you can't cast, like, I don't know, Robin Williams. 
You came across Robin Williams. What? Come on. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Come on. Um, but it's true. You can't. Uh, rule number three: you we don't want to cast someone just based on the way they look. That's really easy to be like, hey, they've got a look of this previous actor. But we're gonna try. I gotta get better at that. To avoid that, I really gotta get better at that. Did you I do promise that for everybody in this one. I might have. Oh gosh. But you know what? Not every one of them, as I look through it. But <clears throat> I'm gonna make a promise to you. I'm gonna make a promise to our audience. Okay. This to, is serious. To me. This is serious. I'm gonna do better. Oh, that's really. I'm gonna do better. <laughs> do better. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> joke. Come on. Okay, bring it back. No, we're good. I'm a woman, so I can say things like that. Last rule. How many rules are here? We did all three rules. Oh, we kind of had a we had a rule for this one. I don't know if you remember. Uh, we had a, a we special did. rule for this one. No Game of Thrones actors. Which for a swords and sandals right. adventure is tough. It's really tough. Because it's the first place I go on IMDb for actor suggestions. It's probably why I wrote 13 names out for Maximus <laughs> and don't like any of the names that I have. Like not being able to cast Kit Harrington as Commodus. Like literally I was like, well, <laughs> or, this whole uh, thing is or, over. Uh, Ian, what's his face? The guy who plays Ramsey Bolton. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what a come on. Dick. Um, I'm sure guy. he's a nice person. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator, 2000, Best Picture. Um, did Russell Crowe also win Best Actor? That's a I really good I believe he did. I think question. Joaquin it Phoenix was nominated. I don't think he won. Mm -mm. Russell Crowe looking pretty svelte. He looks fantastic. Than his current kind of <laughs> binge drinking self looks now. It was somewhat, because I haven't seen Gladiator in a while. First of all, Gladiator is one of those movies where it was universally loved yeah. when it came out. It was just one of those movies yeah. that I think that season people were like. How did you find like, it watching it again? I think one of the things that really took me off. <laughs> first of all, the thing that really woke me up uh, post. That first 15 minutes is like woof. Which is odd because there is a battle. It's a, yeah, there is it's a, a battle in the First battle like, seven against minutes of the Germanic movie. hordes and the Roman army. Really well shot. There's a dog running around, yeah. biting people. It's a dog. So boring. But something that woke me right up was the energy between brother and sister when we first meet Commodus and Lucilla. Is that her name? Yeah. I had completely forgotten about what happens later in the movie and was sitting there like, is there a weird thing? Like, is he, <laughs> is he mean to be giving like this like sexual energy to well, his sister? Shout out to yeah. Ridley Scott he um, does. for, you know, this is pre Game of Thrones, you know, like incest nowadays, like you watch Game of Thrones, everyone's mm. rooting for, you yeah. know, a lot of incest in that show. This was before it's time. rooting for the incest? Yeah. Because I'm, yeah, not, I'm not rooting before, for that. But. It's before kind of all of that had seeped into the pop culture. And right. so, yeah, that that's it was shocking at it during its time. And I think Joaquin Phoenix was he's so good in this movie. And I and I and I have to I'm not 
on top of this, but I have to find out like what else he was doing um, before that because I don't remember him in anything. I just remember being like, "Who's this weird-looking guy?" It really does terrorizing make me all these people. Wonder who else could not take this role. Because I like who wasn't available or who yeah, like couldn't. Who, who was their number one? Because I I'm not sure. I think Walking Phoenix did a perfectly in acceptable 2000? job. I don't know Matt Damon. Well, that would have been fun. That would have been yeah. I don't know if he Joaquin Phoenix was 26 when this movie came out. Before that, I mean, he's been acting since he was a kid. He's part of the whole Rivers Clan. No, I'm sorry, Phoenix Clan. Shout out to River. Shout out to Phoenix. I just sounded really, really sad about that. Yeah, you did. The Yards, eight millimeter, 1999. Clay Pigeons, 1998. Return to Paradise, 1998. U-Turn, Inventing the Abbots. I haven't seen any of these. God, I gotta start watching way more movies. He was in an episode of Hill Street Blues. Parenthood. He was in uh, the new Leave It to Beaver. Oh, huh. Space Camp. Wait a Leaf second. Phoenix. Leaf Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, that's his real name. They're all named. And he it's adopted Rivers, Leaf. Joaquin. Yeah, it's River Leaf, and I think Rain hmm. is their sister, who's married to Casey Affleck. What? Like or, a... or was married to. Mm. I don't know if they, divor- they. I think they divorced. Very problematic. Very problematic. Let's steer away. Let's not go there. Okay. Yeah. I thought this movie held up with the exception of the first 15 minutes. I think, you know, what's surprising is like the remake of Ben Hur that came out a couple years, like mm-hmm. just bombed. Yeah. But, you know, this movie is so. I mean, it's not simple, but it, it, it it's one of those movies where you, if it's on, you kind of watch it because. Mm-hmm. It hits all those moments that a classic movie hits, and it kind of absorbs into a lot of the scenes. Like, as soon as he finds his home and is, like, devastated, the movie is just, like, rushing off. I will say, too, I was shocked at how many moments I just, like, took me back to a place where I remember seeing it for the first time and just being so psyched about it. Mm -hmm. Like, the part at the beginning, or not at the beginning, but when they're trying to kill him, and the guy, like, can't pull his sword out. The frost. Sometimes it makes the blade stick. <laughs> the music is like swelling up. I was yeah. like, hell yeah! <laughs> Look at Russell Crowe! Um, the, I think there's only one dead spot after that, which is where like Commodus starts talking about bees. Busy little bees. Busy little bees. See, I don't even remember this. I was he's like, probably this is busy bee. dozing and he's a, The busiest bee. Yeah. I mean, it's not Marcus Aurelius's fault. But how... I think it is his fault. Your false as a son is my failure as a father. I would put in the whole world if you would only have loved me. How did this child happen? Because Lucilla is totally fine. I think it's neglect. I mean, he did love Maximus more. Yeah. So. All right, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my gosh! Ten, eleven, twelve names written for Maximus. I really want to say one name, but I wrote down another name. Should I? Should I? What is, the, what right is now, your right now, right you? here, on the pod. <laughs> should I switch it back? Should I switch it back? I, because I think I picked a safe actor. Oh. I think I picked a safe actor, I'm curious but the what actor I kind of w- I would want to see do it mm-hmm. has has burned me many times. Oh wow! In, in you know, it's, in his work, it's killing me. I want to know both of them. Mm. Well, you get to pick. You get to pick. Should oh I switch? Gosh. 
Or should I play it safe? I think you should do the one that you would most like to see. Not Ugh. the one that you think is safe. You're killing me, Smalls. But you but you very clearly don't want to do that right now. So uh, <laughs> I'll be better. That's my promise. All right. That's true. Um I picked Tom Hardy. No way! I picked Tom Hardy too. Hey! <laughs> Look at that. He's the Trevor, most. Trevor, do we have a bell or something we can ring? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That was good. That was, that was really good. good. We should get a bell. We do. We need some Zoo Crew sound effects. Um, why'd you pick him? I, first of all, love Tom Hardy. I would watch this man read the phone book. In fact, we watched him drive a car for an hour and a half in, um, oh my gosh, what was that movie called? Where he drove a car <laughs> the entire time. I'm going to look him up. I he, recently watched uh, Dunkirk, where he's in a airplane cockpit with a mask on the whole time, and he's like writing his fuel down. I'm like, what's the fuel? Lock. You know what I mean? That's Lock. the movie with the car. Yeah. He is so, he's such a good actor, and I think his, obviously his physicality would lend him to mm-hmm. being a soldier. I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, of the extensive list that I generated, yeah. Um, I think maybe only two people could win an Oscar for this role on this list. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hardy was definitely one of them. He he definitely loses himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he was this close with The Revenant. Yeah. The, like, Maximus to me was someone who who would you want to follow into battle? Mm-hmm. You know, like, who, like, because Maximus is a character who inspires legions of men across the Roman Empire. Yeah. That character also has to hit those softer moments of, like, Thinking about his family yeah. and like describing you know, his home. Yeah, he sort of has that past with Lucilla, that yeah. maybe there's a little more romance there. So it it's very nuanced. It's not so much just like hard action guy. Yeah. So that's why I went with him because you're right. I mean, he's just he's a star. He's Wait, a so he star. was the safe choice? Yeah, I have some weird names on here. I have some weird names on Interesting. here. Interesting. And and I'll I'll I'll, sh- I'll yeah I'll show them to you off. Uh, one in particular. I won't say his name because this this isn't a podcast about maybes and should be's. Actually, it is a podcast about maybes and should be's. <laughs> it's entirely you know, what we're doing. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for people we haven't we haven't picked. But I'm interested to hear what you think with that choice off pod. Okay. Um. Well, great. We're in agreement. Yeah. This movie wow. is fast tracked. Fast track this remake. When the producers all agree. Yeah. Commodus. Hit me. Hit me with it. I went really went back and forth with this one because I picked a wacky choice right off the top. And I feel like I had to pull myself back in and I, be like, can uh, I picked a wacky choice too? Really? And then I went with a safer choice. Yeah. I definitely went with a safer choice. And I'm a little bit scared that we wrote the same thing again because we have talked about this person many times. We have? Oh, uh, I don't think so. I don't know. And he's also someone that I would literally watch do anything. And I don't know if that grammar was correct. Um, Oscar Isaac. Oh, we have we have our first Oscar Isaac. <laughs> we have to do something because Oscar Isaac, to our this audience, man. between between Ken and I, I mean, he has to be in every movie. He has to be in every movie. He has to be in every movie. But he can't. He can, he's not a veil. He's not a Let's veil. Let's do this. You get three in a calendar year. What? Yeah. But I've already used one. Yeah, you just did. All right, from now on, you get three. So technically this year you'll get four Oscar Isaacs because it's going to come wow. up. He's, he wasn't on my list for Commodus, but he's on my list for someone else. And I didn't pick him. Interesting. I think, be, I think it's great casting. 
He would embody the craziness. I don't love the idea because I just I just love Oscar Isaac as a person so much. I don't love the idea of him. Do you like Oscar Isaac assaulting his sister? But wait, what? Am I learning about this now? Oh, you're talking about the movie. In the movie. (laughs) That's where we're at, people. I was fucking shook. (laughs) You went to another place. I was like, but he's Poe Dameron. Like, you know what I mean? I was like. Poe doesn't do that. We have to quit Star Wars. Do you, we just yeah, we have to it reboot up. it. We have to start we all over. Start over. Do you do you like Oscar as like the big budget blockbuster superstar that he kind of is, or do you like the like indie driver, or not driver, drive, Lewin Davis kind of Oscar Isaac, where his where his talent as a thespian kind of really shows. I love indie Oscar Isaac, but I think he deserves blockbuster movies. Yeah. I just don't. I just wish I liked Star Wars a little, a little more to to really embrace him. Yeah. In that, but yeah, I mean, him dancing in Ex Machina, come on. Oh, this I guy. forgot he was in that. This guy. Oh, that movie's terrific. He's so good. Him and General Hux. Hey, Star Wars again. But I will say that picture of him from Vanity Fair. I don't know if you remember this, but before The Force Awakens came out, they did all of these like beautiful Vanity mm-hmm. Fair photos, and that picture of him like hanging outside of oh, the, a um, the X-wing, X-wing and he's like, like in his, his uniform is like sweeping in the so wind. phenomenal. What woman? I mean, I I would love genuinely. I would love to talk to you if you saw that picture and we're like, Ugh, come his, on, his sister maybe. Who he has not hit. Who <laughs> we would like to go on record as we, saying he has not assaulted. He's not. Um, okay. I had a very interesting choice for this. And then I realized physically Commodus has to fight Maximus. I forget that they like literally yeah. fight at the end. I mean, it's not fair. He and could they, be a smaller guy. And there's that scene. There's that little like cut scene where like the in the very beginning that boring ass battle <laughs> ends, <laughs> and Maximus is walking around and uh-huh. he like sees Commodus like training without a shirt, <laughs> yes! and it's such a plant to it's to so say phenomenal. like like oh Commodus also knows kind of how to use a sword and kill like He's got six sword men. Skills. Yeah, but it's it's more of that like his his fighting is staged. Yeah. And Maximus is like in the He's trenches. In it. He's like in it. So I had to go with another actor who I think is phenomenal, who is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Interesting. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thank you. I like it. Aaron Taylor Johnson of Kick-Ass, the Avengers movie, that John Lennon movie where he had an affair with the director and then they got married and now now that's that's his wife. That's what happens when you get married. Really? I think so, yeah. Oh, gosh. You become a husband or a um, partner. Oh, wow. Yeah, Aaron um, Taylor Johnson, I think, like, Aaron, I would watch Tom Hardy fight Aaron Taylor Johnson with swords. <laughs> That's how I kind of came to this. But he's also kind of creepy. Like, he's also yeah. very, like, his... did you see Nocturnal Animals? No. Oh, my God. Not yet. He's oh, He's so fucking scary in that movie. He I... plays, like, this hillbilly redneck who, like, huh. well, that's different. kidnaps people, and it's, oh, my God. How have I not seen this movie? That sounds know. amazing. It's a it's a Gyllenhaal, uh, Jessica Chastain joint. It's Amy, it's phenomenal. Amy, Amy, I think you just mixed up Amy Adams and Jessica Chastain. I think I did too. It's Amy Adams and Isla Fisher are in it. Guys, Brian's gonna be better. He's gonna be better about this. <laughs> That's my promise. They to don't you. all look the same, Brian. They don't. What all redhead? Look the Red, same. Beautiful redheaded women um, in Hollywood. 
I agree that I think there's something about his like countenance as an actor that he could be squirrely in the way that makes you really uncomfortable mm-hmm. with what like Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. like what the character asks him um, to do. I'd also like to mention because we, we've done this on other pods and I feel like we've done it more, maybe not because our cast have been, uh, have more women in them, but mm-hmm. I just want to mention age. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like, oh, because they're men, it doesn't matter. Russell Crowe was 36 when he made Gladiator. Tom mm-hmm. Hardy is 40. Commodus, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was 26. Aaron Taylor Johnson is 27. Um, Oscar Isaac is 38. Wait, really? That sounds wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> Are we sure? I that's what I wrote down. That can't be right. Oscar Isaac. I am blown away if this He's man a good is looking 38. 38. Really? 1979. Born in Guatemala. What? He's 38, man. Yeah, isn't that crazy? He looks crap. Oh, fuck. I hope I could I be so blessed. Don't know what to do right now. Lucilla, played by Connie Nielsen, was thirty-five. Oh, are we good? Are we good on yeah. Commodus? Okay, yeah. Connie Nielsen was thirty-five. My pick again. I think she's a wonderful actress. I got. I gotta change these up, man. I gotta be more progressive about these. I pick Sienna Miller, who is thirty-five. And I think this one. I, this one I had a harder time being progressive with a little bit because it's like a period piece, but that's not a great excuse, you know. Sienna Miller. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Who is she married to? Somebody famous? Mm. Sean Miller. I want to say she was married to Jude Law. Is that crazy? Which, don't get me started about Jude Law. Sienna Miller, yeah. Um, Interesting choice. Yeah. She was in American, not American Assassin. Um, what was the Bradley Cooper, Clint Eastwood movie about an American assassin? <laughs> Oh, American Sniper. American Sniper, yeah. G.I. <laughs> Joe, Joe. The Rise not, of Cobra. Yeah, not not like she's done a lot of action movies, I know, but I, I think she's I think she's a very good actress. I am honestly not sure I've ever thought about her acting capabilities. I've definitely seen her um in things, but she's never really well, made a My reason behind it is because who was the Emperor who dies? Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius describes her as like, he's basically like, if you were only a man, what a Caesar you would have been. If only you had been born a man, what a Caesar you would have made. I wonder, would you have been just? I would have been what you taught me to be. So, mm. so Lucilla has to have that kind of leadership quality in her. And mm-hmm. so I think it's very hard to, I mean... I'm not going to name another actress because that's not what I'm about. I pick an actress and that's who I go with. But there's. Um, I don't appreciate how seriously you're taking your yeah. picks. She's in Foxcatcher. Yeah, but I, th- I think she'd be good. I think Let's she. Could, I think movies. she could. Yeah, I think she could pull off that kind of Caesar-esque. Like. Okay. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think about it like that. I wrote one name down. Ooh. And I was like, this is it. She's nobody else, nobody else could do this in my movie. Gal Gadot. F- fuck, that's a good one. That's really good. She and not. Does it bother you that Tom Hardy, I think, is like five foot eight, and Gal Gadot is like six two? She's not six two. I think she's yeah. I think she's. I think because Ben Affleck's like six two, and they like stand. I mean, I know you. She can wear... is five ten. Really? Yeah. Man, I don't know anything. I'll be better, guys. <laughs> Gal Gadot's behind you on a poster on the wall, so she's staring angrily at me as Wonder Woman. Oh, gosh. She's not angry. She's righteously 
fierce. Yeah. I just see her as even like Wonder Woman aside. I think the way she carries herself lends itself because I like your qualification that you did. Like she has to be, if she were a man, Mm -hmm. she would have been a good Caesar. Mm -hmm. And I think the way she carries herself, just even not even as an actress, like she is so regal. Right. I agree. You might have won like this round. You might have won this round. I didn't know this was a contest, but I like winning. So I'll take it. Proximo. Um, Who'd you pick? Played I, by Oliver Reed, who I this was his last movie. Yes, I read somewhere because somehow I ended up, this happens usually when I'm bored during a movie. Mm-hmm. I ended up on the trivia mm-hmm. on IMDb while I was watching it. And the one thing I remember is that he died like three weeks into the movie being filmed. But they had already shot all his stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, like he died while they were filming the movie oh my god but they'd already done all of his stuff so it was like nothing was incomplete but kind of crazy that's insane yeah i like how in the end proximo like goes out fighting with a wooden sword he he but then he just gets like stabbed immediately he knew he knew he was literally like that person who was um her like fighting teacher in game of thrones that same thing happened to him oh um yeah, I know what you're talking about. See, I just can't stop. I just want to put Game of Thrones people into this <laughs> into this movie. You're talking about um, Aya's like yeah, dance her, teacher. Yeah. Um, I loved his introduction where he just like talks about the gay giraffes. Yes. Those giraffes you sold me, they weren't made. You sold me queer giraffes. I want my money back. Just keep the two gay giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just, that's how you sell them. Just be like, yeah, I got two gay giraffes. (laughs) I think everyone would be like, what, really? Did you stop the movie just to be like, I don't get it. I know he wants to, like, breed them and everything, but. But why breed, like. For more giraffes. Yeah, they're in Italy. Yeah. Why do they. Well, I think at that moment they're in, like, Morocco. I think they're, like, northern Africa. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um. How much would you pay to see two gay giraffes? Um. I'm sorry. Two giraffes who happen to be gay. <laughs> um, I don't know. At least at that time, at least. Two, well, in, well, adjust two. for inflation. <laughs> I'd pay. I'd pay. A couple of shekels. <laughs> Some shekels. I'd pay at least $26 to see two, two giraffes that happen. To, yeah. Like wow. a zoo entrance fee. I'd be like, yeah. A zoo entrance fee. If Not they a- were like, you're only going to see two giraffes, and they're both gay giraffes, okay. but there's no guarantee they're having sex while you're in there, I'd be like, uh. So and that- they're like they're like $30. I'd be like, knock it down. Bump it down to 26 <laughs> and, you, and you would say, no guarantee that no they're guarantee, be having no. sex? 26 For a guarantee, I'd pay the third. 30. The, the full 30 If you can swear to me. Yeah. Who went? Who won first last? I won first last time, so you. Okay, please. I. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna come up every single episode, because I'm a big fan of putting people who are in the original movie. Into the remake, and so I think, especially in his current state, <laughs> that Russell Crowe would be yeah. a good Proximo. Yeah, there's no rule that you can't cast an original cast member. I don't want to challenge myself to do this every time, but mm-hmm. it just sort of happens where like I can't help but think well, because that somebody would reappear. I think because in remakes, there's a natural 
ability you want to pay homage to that original in some way because there's you know you want to pay tribute to what came before you i'm also a big fan of the idea (laughs) and this hasn't happened yet i don't think but i again hollywood hire me i love the idea of remaking a movie with the children of the actors that played those characters in the original what like what like i really just want like wyatt russell to be in a kurt russell movie remake oh that's really interesting i always thought about that about the beatles like the the children of the beatles should just be the beatles should just start a band (laughs) yeah i mean they're british so it's it's you know there's this whole royalty chain so just Mm. yeah it should be like and what is singing it should be like danny harrison talent it should be like danny harrison I mean, you pick which Lennon son you want. If you want uh, Ju- Julian Lennon or who's Yoko's kid? I don't know. I don't uh, know the names of any except for what, like. And then Paul, Stella Paul Marty. and Ringo's daughters. Like one of their daughters is probably like they're probably all musically gifted. So just be the Beatles. Just be like the new Beatles. Not don't call it the new Beatles. Just call it the Beatles. What a weird suggestion. It's the same. It's just, <laughs> just for music. Just be the Beatles. Yeah. I think it would be dope. I think Paul McCartney would cry a little. He'd be like, don't use the name. Or how about this? Since Paul and Ringo are still with us, Paul and Ringo are still in. And then knock you get, on wood. Knock on wood. And then you get Danny Harrison to come in. And then, uh, Trevor, you know who uh, John Lennon's son is with Yoko Ono? Uh, Sean. Sean Lennon. You just get Sean in there. Sean Lennon. Yeah. Or, or Julian Lennon. One of them. Fascinating. You hate this idea, and you I, hate how much time I've taken from the podcast. <laughs> I do too. Okay, um, I picked Jason Isaacs. Ah, oh, love Jason. I Isaacs. love Jason Isaacs. I've been watching him on Discovery, Star Trek yes, Discovery. He's, me too. Oh, he's so good. He's so phenomenal. He's so good. Can he do it with his Harry Potter hair? Yes. Can he do his Lucius Malfoy hair? Because uh-huh. that's all. That's whatever all I really want. want. Whatever you want. <laughs> He'll just that I'll, blonde wig is everything. He he looks like Legolas's dad. Listen, listen. <laughs> um, yeah, I picked Jason Isaacs. If you don't know who Jason Isaacs is, please watch many things that he's been in. Currently, he's on Star Trek Discovery. Please watch Star Trek Discovery. Please watch Star Trek it's Discovery. It's so phenomenal. It's, they make it so hard to watch that show, though. It is. I've just seen, when I started watching it, I felt like I read so many disparaging reviews. Well, from people who are like obsessed with star trek uh-huh. i just think it's a really phenomenal standalone adventure i i agree i'm trying to, i'm pulling up jason isaac's imdb here uh black hawk down the patriot the patriot oh, the patriot um he that was in that good. peter pan remake no one saw um <laughs> all of the harry potter movies he's in a couple west wing episodes um rain of fire oh rain of fire video game Oh. Bummer. Uh, huh. da, 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 da. That's a movie I forgot about. Oh, d- don't get me started with Rain of Fire. Really? Love, love me we, some Rain of should Fire. Should we do it? Yeah, maybe we will. Yes. We'll talk about it after. I love dragons. Um, Armageddon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Event Horizon. Yeah, he's in so much stuff. He he's just great. permeated some hits. Yeah. He's just not, he's not a leading man. No, but he, ha- that's the thing. Like, Proximo is yeah. this, he's, I don't want to say has been, but he, his, like, his time has come. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think Jason Isaac could, pl- could wear that well as sort of like the grizzled vet yeah. who just wants to retire and then gets swept up in this revolution. See, I think that's why I picked Russell Crowe is because I was like, I think just as a person, Russell mm-hmm. Crowe was like, I'm ready to retire. I wish people would leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But he keeps getting dragged back in. 
to play like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and the mummy movie. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it's a really good choice. Thank you. I think he w- he would wear the role very well. Do you think he'd like take the opportunity to drink himself into that Proximo shape that Kurt Russell, Ooh. not Kurt Russell, uh, Russell Crowe. The Russell Crowe is already Kinda, in. I mean, he's already fitted for it. He's you know very I mean? soft right now. <laughs> um, gosh, that's a good question. I mean, if he's still shooting other things, he's yeah. probably like, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't mm. let go of this like hero's body. All right, let's uh, finish up here with Juba. Played by Jaimon Hansu, who for most of my life I pronounced, oh, it's Jaimon Hansu. I pronounced like Digimon. Yeah, until I worked on a project where he was cast in, mm-hmm. and a coworker was like, "What did you say?" Okay, let's start like, right here and fix I this. Like, <laughs> I was like, Wah. like I mumbled it. I see. This is the this is the problem with the roles that he has been given. Is I feel like I put somebody in this part that I just equated their careers in the way that I think Jaimin Hounsou has had some really, he's been in some really cool movies, but he deserves bigger parts. He just hasn't like broken through that, that thing. Jaimin Hounsou? Yeah. And so I feel like I stuck somebody else in there that I was like, I feel like their careers are just kind of working on the same path. Okay. Who? Oh, I went, you went first last time. So I have to go first. You have to go. Um, I picked someone who has been kicking ass all over TV and will soon kick ass on the big screen uh, in Black Panther. I picked uh, Denai Guerrero. Oh, interesting. Look at me being progressive. You are so progressive. Me. Guys, promise kept. I mean, I'm not going to praise you too much because... I pronounced her name incorrectly. <laughs> no, because I don't want you to be Matt Damon. I don't want you to be the... The look at all the good I'm doing. Like you, st- you still have a long way to go. I Ryan. know, but I appreciate the steps you're taking. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's a really cool choice. Thank you. Because she's really cool. She's a fighter in yeah. The Walking Dead. She's a survivor. Too. She's a yeah. She has made her own way. Yeah. And so I can see her being <clears throat> the sort of like wise. Uh, like knows probably way more than she should at yeah. her age because she's been through so much stuff. Juba's character is kind of thin in a lot of ways that I think Jaimin Hansu fills out. Mm-hmm. Like we we maybe we think we know what happens, like what why, how he got there. Mm-hmm. Um, in every scene, did you notice he just like asks questions? Why don't you fight? Is that the sign of your gods? Why well, that not anger them? What's with the questions, bro? <laughs> Like they should have written him as a more sure person. I, yeah, I don't know. I, like, give it him is... something. Give him be like, yeah, I was uh, taken from my home, and I'm I'm also doing what you're doing. Right, <laughs> is fighting to get the hell out of here. Like, I think that would have been a much better. Like, I think maybe team they up. were trying to go for the idea <clears throat> that like he seems. I don't. I don't want to say simple, but he just seems like he came from a place where he just doesn't understand the world that they're in. But then when they he like gets out into the arena, he's like, oh. Mm-hmm. I do know something about this. And so he's like, pow, pow, pow. Do you think he's a magical black man trope? It's true. He is the sort of spiritual guide. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Uh, which isn't which isn't necessarily. They could have just done a lot. I think we can yeah. both agree that he, they could have done a lot more with the character. So who'd you, who you got? I picked, and I'm not proud of it because I want more for him. Mm-hmm. 
but we just haven't gotten there yet. Interesting. You picked a man. <laughs> that's that's no, it's interesting. <laughs> it's just I I went a different one. <laughs> um, the student has become the teacher. <laughs> um, I went with Idris Elba. Uh huh. I. The thing is, I didn't. I'm not feeling it. I didn't love it because I see him as he's more Proximo. Really? He could be Proximo. No. He's much older. That's the thing. He's like much older. What? Isn't he? I'm looking it up. That's insane. He's 45. He's not that old. So he's only five years older than uh, Tom Hardy. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's good. Six I, three. I think he ends up playing parts like this where he is a side character, and that baffles me because I I think he's, he's a leading, a leading man. man, and we just don't see him even on like Luther. He is the titular character, and well, he was in the Dark Tower. Well, <laughs> well, you didn't see it. Oh, Kenna, we all saw the Dark Tower. You missed out. Stephen King knows that I didn't go see this oh movie. He's very disappointed in me. It's, I, but he gets he he gets the lead of the Dark Tower. Like yeah. that's just what happens in his career, and I'm just a little disappointed by that. Yeah. Because I th- I think he's a, a leading man who can who can do a blockbuster. I agree. You know what? I I think I judged you harshly on it, and yeah. I take it back. I, I, think I you I'll, did. I'm going to take it down a degree. Thank you. Although I think mine was better. Um, it's now time for who is Barry Pepper? For those of you just tuning in, this is a segment where Ken and I pick a role for Barry Pepper. Who is Barry Pepper? You would say. Have you ever seen a movie? Yeah. Have you been to the cinema? Who is Barry Barry Pepper? Pepper is a national treasure who has been in so many movies. I'm going to guess he's in Road to Perdition because I don't have his IMDb up. But <laughs> No, he's in Green Mile. He's in Green Mile. Let's That's just I attribute him to things. Yeah. He is... Green Mile. Uh, True Grit. Oh, yeah. True Grit. Um, Three Burials. The Snow Walker. 25th Hour. We Were Soldiers. Barry Pepper. Battlefield Earth. Oof. The I, Green Mile, Enemy of the State, Saving Private Ryan, Firestorm. Look I at that run. did look up because I was a little concerned because I, when I s- remembered that he was in Battlefield Earth, I was like, is Barry Pepper a Scientologist? Because if he was, oh. we'd be done. Oh, would be he'd be off the show? Is that what you're saying? He's not a Scientologist. Oh, good. He That's can stay. why we're still going. Um, I think we're going to say the same one on this. Really? Yeah, I have a feeling. I picked, and I just had to look it up because I immediately forgot all of these weird names. Um, but I think this is the right character. No. Oh, gosh. I don't think it's the right character. Yes. I think he would be... Should, yeah. should we try to say it together? Three, two, one. Quintus. Cicero. No! Oh! <laughs> is Cicero, like, Maximus's, like, side dude who, yeah. like, helps him? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that. I, but I He's think Quintus, Quintus the Betrayer... But honestly, if been... you if it had to be one or the other, Quintus definitely definitely a solid role for Barry mm-hmm. Pepper. He would I'm sure he would love to take that. I don't know. I seem more of a astute. He really kind goes of... on a journey too. Oh yeah, traitor, betrayer. Yeah, and then traitor, and then really re traitor. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a word for that. <laughs> um. <clears throat> But either way, he gets a role. He gets a part. Yeah, let's, I think part. the biggest thing we can take away from this is that if Barry there's Pepper's plenty getting, of space, he's getting work. There's in this plenty movie. of yeah of scenery for he's Barry Pepper happy. in this one. Um, all right, 
that wraps it up. We should wrap it up. We should get out of here. This has been a long one. Kenneth, thank you so much. We did it. We got through another one. We did it. We made uh, it. Shout out to our engineer, Trevor, for keeping the, the sound rolling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hit us up. Let us know if we did it wrong. Let us know if there's people that you thought that should be in this movie or... Or let any... us know if you're if you're not attracted to Oscar Isaac. Yeah, let us know. I'm curious. We want to know. Um, but how do they get in contact with us, Kenna? How do they how do they reach you us? You can find us at literally at the Boot Podcast on Twitter and Boot Podcast on Instagram. Great. Um, that's us as a team. If you're just like, oh, gosh, I really like one of you more than the other, mm -hmm. which is natural. Mm -hmm. It's very natural. Mm -hmm. It's natural. It's like parents and their kids. Yeah, 100%. You are, the audience is their parents and we are their children. And you're we... going to have a favorite. And, and we're okay with that. Uh, you can find me at Kinetrant. All can, one word. You can find me at Flynn B. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Kinetrant. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. You are about to die. Salute you.